0: Welcome to On the Sidelines. My name is Molly Watson. I'm a midday radio host on Cincinnati's Q102, along with my friend Lindsay Patterson, who works as the sideline reporter for FC Cincinnati. This is a podcast about what our favorite teams are doing on and off the field. Get to know the guys from players to supporter groups, coaches and more. Uh, today, we're joined by FC Cincinnati players, Kendall Watts. I want to say Watson because that's my last name. Are we related? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) I think so. Kendall Waston. Switch the letters there. And Forrest Lasso. Hi, guys.
1: How you doing? What's up? Good.
0: Thank you for coming in and uh, joining us on our podcast. Uh, Linz, you want to go ahead and start us off? Yeah, I'm going to get into the serious, not as fun questions, Mm -hmm. but also just kind of more about the game.
2: Kendall, when you found out, really, you know, a jokester guy, a leader, that's what Alan Koch likes to call you. But one thing that was really cool before a regular season started, you were named Captain. What was that like?
1: Well, that was... uh... A good and nice notice for me because I didn't expect it, but I I take it with a huge responsibility and an honor to represent this huge club and all my teammates because everybody's working hard, so we want to represent the club as as best we can. And for me, every day, day in, day out, is is a huge responsibility, but um, apart from that, it's very joyful.
2: And I want to go back just a little bit further when you found out about Cincinnati. What did you think? What was your first thoughts?
1: To be honest, Cincinnati, um, I get on Google to read about it, and I see they sell a lot of pigs, <laughs> a lot of pork. A lot of pork. We, yeah, that is.
0: <laughs>
1: so I was uh, I was <laughs> impressed about that, but um, I like it. Well, the cold, the snow is something that I'm not used to, so I really like it. And until the moment, I think I'm enjoying every single day here.
2: Did you hear about the fans and how crazy Yes,
1: that was the, well, looking in the football perspective, that that was the first thing that um, brings like a highlight. Because if I see, uh, when I saw like the games or, or highlights of the team, you see always the crowd jumping, screaming. I'm um, supporting that team, so I was like, wow, it's impressive um, that this team in the USL, they they support them like this. I cannot imagine what they're going to do in the MLS.
2: I, I have a feeling, I'm going to predict the future. Your picture is going to be in force, um has had this experience too. Your picture is probably going to be in the Bailey at some point. That's going to be pretty cool to see too.
1: Oh, yes, that would be so nice.
2: Yeah, that she would be a Huge
3: banner of that face. <laughs> that beautiful face.
0: You know, I kind of, I'm um, talking about... You know how exciting and uh, important this opening, this home opener, is this weekend for Cincinnati. You know, Forest. I think about uh, you, who I know you've worked. I've known you now for a while. You were yeah. on my show last year. Um, you've worked so hard to get to this point. What What was it like when you got that call? And you made the team.
3: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was humbling. It was a blessing. It was uh, rewarding. Um, you know, I spent four years in the USL. Always, obviously, the goal or aspiration was to get to the MLS. So it uh i was I guess you'd say resilient about it. I always knew I had the talent and the p- potential I just had to believe um so when you know Alan and Jeff in the front office and we had that conversation i was I was happy, but at the same time i wasn't as surprised as I thought I would have been. Um, I guess it goes back to the kind of knowing that I believed in myself since the beginning, so for me, it was like a, this is awesome, thank you so much but like, let's get to work but uh let's keep keep trying to like a, a, keep striving to aspire for more so
0: who was the first person you called.
3: My brother, actually, really? 18 months younger. Yeah, I, didn't even t- I didn't tell my parents for a while. Yeah. Why is that? He's a bad well, boy, huh? Eh? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Your
0: mom was probably freaking out.
3: Well, I, I, I knew I signed, and it wasn't made public for about a month after I signed because of the transition from USL to MLS. So once I had signed, I called my brother. I think right as I left the office... Um, and I told him, I was like, hey, you can't tell mom and dad for about a month until it comes public. I don't want to, like, jinx it or anything. So hmm. I kept that between just him and I for a little while. But
0: Well, I know you have – how many siblings do you have?
3: Four younger siblings.
0: You have four younger – so you're the – oh, I didn't know you were the, oh, the oldest, five, too. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's
3: a circus of us. that yeah. <laughs> <My> baby face. <laughs> <laughs> do
0: any of your siblings play soccer?
3: No, my sister played. She's okay. now – she's in school at Old Miss. She's just a normal student now. Um, and then the youngest is uh, a basketball player. And the second youngest is a football and lacrosse player. Each kind of doing their own thing, which I, I like a lot more. I don't want to, no pressure for me. You know? yeah, yeah, family
0: <laughs> of <laughs> athletes. Exactly. Yeah,
3: I guess so.
2: Forrest, could you paint the picture for Kendall and some of the new fans that are going to check out Nippert Stadium? What's it going to be like for that home opener?
3: Oh, man, it's going to be wild. It's uh, I can remember the home opener last year and even, I mean, pretty much every home game after that. It's It's something special. Obviously, when I was playing for the battery, I was a visitor coming to Nippers, so I got to see it from that side of things. Um, and even when I came in and then signed last year, it was it even you know it was different then. It kind of elevated even more. Um, and we've seen the the support, and they've showed us for the past two away games, which is crazy because we're halfway across the country on each trip. So I think the people that are going to be here. I mean, it's going to be thirty thousand plus. They're gonna have everyone's gonna be in orange and blue jerseys, scarves, hats, you name it. A lot of people have their own costumes. I know there's like some Star Wars guys out there. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars nerd, so when I see them, I, <laughs> it, it hits for me. But I mean, they they no matter what, they're singing, singing their songs or chants for about 90 minutes. Um, they have flares. They have they have it all. So it's uh, Kendall, Kendall said he, you said know, he saw it from the outside, but there's very few places in the nation that have the support that this this club and this city have for the, for FC Cincinnati. So it's. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of a kind. It's as cliche as it is, it's one of a kind. Can't wait. Yeah.
2: And, and a reminder for fans out there, don't wear green. Don't wear green on Sunday. Oh, no, I mean, We're playing Portland. It'd be a terrible idea <laughs> for St. Patrick's Day. Maybe when you leave Nippard Stadium, you can change your colors. but. Make sure you're yeah, and don't drink blue. too much
0: because yeah. I feel like this is something everyone will want to remember.
4: Yes. You know,
0: like this yes. is going to yeah. be a really cool thing. And I feel like people are going to be so amped up and excited that day. So going to be a little
4: crazy.
0: Let's all keep yeah. it together. Um, so, Kendall, I know, um, you know, we were talking about family. I know, you know, Forrest, you're a big family guy. As are you. Kendall, you have a little mm. boy who you just, your face lights up and your wife, Priscilla. Yes. And they just moved here about a week ago. Correct. Um, How would you meet Priscilla? Was she a fan? Was she like, no, what's the story Priscilla.
1: there? Priscilla... Well, we start talking from an old um website named Inst- um high Five long years ago, but she didn't pay me no attention
0: no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we got a friend in common i i I told him well i I want to meet that girl, and she was like, "No, I don't want to date no soccer player because you know the reputation so <laughs> like three years after. Um I was like three three hours away from her city, and I drove to to her job, so we went to have some lunch and from there we did like a click and ten months after we got married
0: months yeah how soon, we, so how we soon?
1: date um we date ten months we was knowing we got to know like one month we decide to be in a relationship one month later. And from that, three months after, we got uh, engaged. And 10 months after, we got married.
2: And you have a son. You received uh-huh. some good news just the other day.
1: Yes. My son, Um, like almost 20 days ago, um, he wake up in the morning and he couldn't walk. And <laughs> he was crying a lot, having a lot of pain. After that, my wife took him to the hospital in emergency. And they told him, they told us that um, it could be like a kind of sickness named Guillain-Barre. So after that, well, the doctor spoke to her and told her that maybe he couldn't um, come back and walk anymore. So it was hard. It was it was difficult. But during days, like in the total, he couldn't walk in 10 days. And when they come to Cincinnati, he traveled in a wheelchair and... After I took him to the children's hospital, like, five doctors in Costa Rica, they, see, they saw him. They couldn't know what was going on. When, when he come here, um, they say it was, like, a strange thing. It wasn't normal. They made blood tests. Everything came fine. X-ray was fine. So um, there was, like, concern what was going on, and he still couldn't, like, walk. But like, um, after that, they give him some medi- medicine, um, he was getting treatment in physiotherapies and those things. And he become better tr- start like, um, walking like a kind of gorilla style, you know, Aww. and, and, and so on. So each day he was improving and like four days ago, he started to walk and run again. So oh, no. we
0: God. Were,
1: yes. And yesterday we went to the hospital and, um, they told us that he's, he's fine. They they still don't know what um, the exact thing that happened to him, but the good news is that he is oh, he's good. Oh, thank God. Yes, and, me goosebumps. Uh, just to hear the notice that a doctor tell you that maybe like in four hours your son can't walk anymore for the rest of his life and having him like 10 days after don't see him how to walk is you you start to think a lot of things. But after that you see him like to run. So like see him walking every day now is n- not normal like mm-hmm. how you used to see it before. So now it's a huge blessing.
0: Yeah, and I can tell you're you're getting emotional even talking <laughs> yeah. about it. That's no, I um you had mentioned he loves soccer. Yeah. Does he just adore does he love to watch you play? Is oh, it yes. he go nuts? He
1: he suffers so much when When I don't, or I make a mistake, or if I don't score, he say, "Daddy, you didn't score." (laughs) I say, "I'm not a forward. I'm not a striker." Come on, just go and score like in like in FIFA. I say, "Oh, come on." (laughs) So
0: easy. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back on the sidelines with Molly and Lindsay and FC Cincinnati. And we're back on the sidelines. My name is Molly Watson, along with Lindsey Patterson and FC Cincinnati players Forrest Lasso and Kendall Waston. So, guys, uh, what advice would you give to young soccer players wanting to go pro?
3: It's a great question They ask us frequently. For me, uh, with like my story and kind of how I got to where I am, I kind of said it earlier, but just belief. Um, I think it's kind of cliche, but hard work kind of always Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Um, so for me, if you, you know, keep your head down, you grind. You say you say persistent. You say resilient, and just believe in yourself. Then you know anything could pretty much happen at that point.
1: Yes, I think first say everything, and maybe I can add that it doesn't matter through what difficulties you go through, if you believe and if you feel you can, you can reach somewhere that you wanted to to you want to go. Just chase it, chase it, no matter what happens, no matter what other people tell you that you can't do it. At least try it at your best potential because you never know. And at the end, you can go and sleep with a clean conscience that you try your best to reach that goal.
2: Oh, my goodness. I'm like, (laughs) I I don't have
4: anything to
3: say. (laughs) I I I, I, I add something else to it. I think I can, like, speak for probably all of us on the team and everybody in Uh professional soccer that, from day one to where we are now, there's, there's been a handful of people that have told you, you can't do this, right. you're not good enough, or mm-hmm. they can tell you no. And for me, every time I was told no, that I was too small or not mm-hmm. fast enough, was like a motivation to prove them wrong. I was like, okay, well, you tell me no now, but give me three months, give me six months, give okay. me nine months, and I'll come back and I'll show you that I can do it. Correct. And I think that mentality, <clears throat> excuse me, that mentality it helps push you forward.
0: Mm-hmm. And I like that um, you guys believe in hard work, not talent. Yeah. You know, because everyone's always like, "Oh, they're so talented." There's, it's like, no, uh-huh. you guys work so freaking hard. I don't think people realize. I mean, they do, but you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into being a pro athlete.
2: And, and I know you guys are. Your expectations are getting that win, getting three points, and maybe we'll see that against Portland. But one of the things, just this past Sunday, getting that point against the defending champs at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, yeah. over seventy thousand fans. Yeah. What was yeah. that like?
1: Was was awesome. I think that like at the beginning. And being down one none is is difficult, especially away, but we spoke about never give up, so we tried to give our best until the end, and we got our result try to to have one point away is huge, so that will happen. never give up and just fight until the end.
0: You just wait until Nippert this Sunday. Oh. <laughs> it is going to erupt it's, it's when when you guys get that first goal. It's gonna be I get I get chills even just talking about it. I'm gonna switch gears a little bit here. Uh Forrest. Yes. You love to cook. Love like it. you are like both of you actually, we are learning too, Kendall, you love to cook. You and your wife like to have you dinner know parties. What? we have
1: to make like a cooking like a cooking show. I you, should.
0: you know what? Maybe we'll have you guys back in for a podcast and we'll just share recipes there you go i mean there could be there could be something here i like something here
3: something's cooking here yeah.
0: um <laughs> so i got okay what are your best dishes guys Ooh.
3: share uh maybe not dish but i my pasta sauces i think i wear i'm the i'm the best at your uh, pasta sauce Sauces. pasta sauce yeah make them make them from scratch wow. i'm uh i always say i'm a pantry chef so i don't really like going off recipes i kind of open the cabinets up mm-hmm. open the fridge and i see kind of things that i think would go to go well together and Trial and error. There's been plenty of dishes that were not very good. But, um, after a while, after I don't know, it's probably been like ten years since I've really been cooking. After a while, you kind of figure it all out.
1: There you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love, I love like grilling,
1: but also like I love love my, my like you see you see like the asparagus mm-hmm. wrapped with bacon, Ooh. put it in the grill, Pour it in the oven. <laughs> have some mixed Mashed potato and sweet potato. I'm starting potato to drool over here with some nice ribeye, mm. and that's it.
2: <laughs> so are you watching the cooking shows and everything like that, learning it. To-
1: yes, I love, I love, I love watching cooking shows. Oh yeah.
0: What's your favorite dish? <sighs> yeah. What would your What would your last meal be?
1: I don't know.
3: I love anything. You love all foods. Is <laughs> <Yes, It's> all. <laughs> yes, it's what about you, Forrest? Uh, I'm like a soul food, southern, southern comfort type of guy. So baked potato. Mac mac and cheese. uh, You want to go
0: to Sean's and just eat at Sean's Indian food? No
3: disrespect to Sean, but (laughs) I'm 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 still a Southern boy at heart, so this (laughs) this whole food just wins me over every time.
0: Have you been to Sean's yet, Kendall? Okay, because this is like a team... Place.
3: I've, I've t- I actually talked to a couple of guys today at lunch about. it. I was like, y'all need to go check out this. Indian Are you, place, you still? You park. go like
0: weekly, don't you? you used, or you? you twice a week, to? usually. Twice yeah. a week. I we mean, used... it's. Do you like Indian food, Kendall? Yes. Okay. Well, then it's, it's he's going to take you there. He got to yeah.
1: be that one of that place.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think about Jimmy John's? I mean, that's the. Place. Jimmy John's? Do we like, Have you been there yet, Kendall? Not yet. Kendall doesn't... I, do you go to Jimmy John's? I've had Jimmy John's It's a minor minutes. addiction over here. Yeah. La, yeah, Lindsay's like... She goes there probably every day. Two times a week. Yeah, I was going to say... She's, she's a lot there of often. the
1: publicity here, yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Forrest, I want to uh, talk to you again about uh, Faith, Family, and Football. Yeah. Your, your little football. blog. Yeah, that you have, yeah. uh, which I highly recommend. Check it out because, Forrest, you're, uh, you've are you got this whole website that you uh, kind of talk about life as a pro soccer player. Are you a writer at heart? Like, did you miss your calling, you think?
3: Well, that's, that's what's funny. When I was growing up, my, so my dad's an attorney. My brother's in the sports industry with, like, branding and graphics. So my brother, communication major, he was a very strong writer, and obviously my dad is as well. So growing up. They made fun of me all the time for being a poor writer. Um, so I, I kind of—I guess—I took offense to it because I went off to school mm-hmm. and I took a handful like creative writing classes. I went to—I mean—Wofford Small Liberal Arts School. So I took a handful like writing courses. Um, wrote a little bit in college just for fun, and then obviously with the platform I've been blessed with, I was able to kind of use that and to share the you know, the day to day life and things that kind of go through my th- go through my mind that athletes don't really share or speak about often. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if I'm a writer at heart. I enjoy it. I like putting my thoughts in words and paper. Um, sometimes it comes out a little crazy, but um, I think uh, from my experience, there's a lot of cases where athletes in general don't get to share what's really going on. Really, they uh, kind of have this, you know, like false sense of life. This persona. This, this persona. a tough every, guy. It, yeah. Everything's yeah. tough. Everything's groovy and well. But um, so I try to, you know, faith, family, football, three things that are most important to me. So I try to elaborate more on that. And, just kind of sh- share it with everybody that we're just average guys. I mean, we just That's, we play uh, soccer, but we're just the same average guy like everybody else. It's mm-hmm.
0: kind of what this podcast is about. Yeah. We want people to you know know you guys off the field too, because mm-hmm. there's more to you than you know mm-hmm. uh, kicking a ball around. Um, I want to ask you about this, um, Kendall. Mm-hmm. When you played for the Whitecaps, everyone called you Towering Tico. Yes. Where did that name come from?
1: Costa Rica. They translated because in Spanish is uh, uh, La Torre. La torre. La torre.
0: What is it? So that means towering, towering like, tico. Uh-huh. Okay. So
1: the atico. So
0: the towering tico. Towering tico. Yes, that's right. A torre. I mean. La torre. I feel like that's going to be somewhere in the Bailey. That's going to be At somewhere some in the point, Bailey too. If, if people are listening to this podcast, that are going to be in the Bailey. Um, has that is has that name followed you here? Does anybody on the team call you that? No. No. Do you want them um, to?
1: Yeah, no. No. You seemed- a Some of them, them a- just call me Big Manor. you know, first. Mi Amor. Mi Amor. Yeah, you guys call it,
0: that is really sweet.
1: Yeah. My
3: love, it's yeah. my love. Big, <laughs> big, guys, big guys can have you know? affection, too, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, you guys are both, what, 6'5"? Uh-huh. You're pretty tall. Do you have a nickname, Forrest?
3: I don't know size big man or just like big guy usually just that or me, or more. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Moore. me and more yeah just me more that's really sweet that's the new one yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys are big guys you said six five you know the Bengals are looking for some tight ends right now so maybe just well, a side B
0: maybe an off season <laughs> workout if you can fit it in <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so much for Best coming much. in on our podcast.
3: My pleasure. Hey, thank you for having us.
0: Hey, you guys are welcome back anytime. We'll be posting podcasts bi-weekly, getting to know the players, coaches, supporter groups, everything you want to know about FC Cincinnati in their first Major League Soccer season. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Awesome. Let's, let's so win
4: much. this weekend, Oh, right? yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Hi, this is Daniel LaRue of The Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that, and that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins, and this isn't fluky. They're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if the see CEO can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions.